Hey, and welcome to the Motherhood Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Krista Lockwood. And if you ever look around your house and wonder where the heck did all this stuff come from and how am I ever going to get it out, you are in the right place. I'm a mom of five who decluttered her home back in 2013 when my family and I decided to move from Alaska to Florida with one suitcase each. And I do not recommend it. What I do recommend is learning how to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist, which means learning to find the balance of what your family needs and wants without it being so much that it overwhelms you on a daily basis. So if that sounds good to you, you are going to love this podcast. Let's dive into the episode. been trying to declutter your house and not been as successful as you like, I am willing to bet that I can help you figure out exactly why. There are a lot of reasons that moms feel like they can't declutter, declutter, whether it's their kids or their spouse or the time or the energy or just simply not knowing what to do, where to take things, how to donate, right? How to do it mindfully, how to not be wasteful. Uh, Plus you're worried about like, what if I need it? You know, I wasted so much money on this. What if I need it again and I can't get it? There is so much that goes into decluttering as a mom. And I promise that if you have thought it or felt it, I have heard it before or experienced it myself. And that is exactly why I created this training called how to create your mom proof decluttering plan. And I've done a lot of decluttering checklists, challenges, courses, programs in the past, and they work. And this training really is the framework for every single thing that moms need to consider when it comes to decluttering their home. It's the plan. We're actually going to build your plan together. It's following through with your plan and it's including your family and even learning how to make this process as enjoyable as possible. Because most people feel like The task is daunting or just another thing on their to-do list, and I don't want it to feel like that for you. So this free training, how to create your mom-proof decluttering plan, you can go to motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY to get it, or you can just check the show notes of this episode and you will find it. Come get it. I know there is so much information about there. A lot of it is much the same. Five steps to declutter your house, you know? Here's the checklist to declutter this area of your house, but none of them really show you the full scope of what goes into doing this start to finish. And that's exactly what's in this training. So go check it out, motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY, or check the description of this episode to go get it today. Welcome to the Motherhood Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Crystal Lockwood, and on the surface, I teach you how to declutter your home so you can focus on what matters most to you as a mom, which I'm guessing isn't those laundry mountains, dishes stacked to the sky, and the tornadoes you clean up all day. My hope for this podcast is so much more than teaching you to declutter. I record all of my episodes live and in real time so that you can have the experience of a mom friend who gets you and is there for you. My audio isn't perfect, my kids might interrupt us, but the conversations we have are real, impactful, and proof that there are other moms like you that decluttering has worked for. If you want to join me and thousands of other moms for live episodes, go find us on Instagram and Facebook. 
Just search Motherhood Simplified and we'll welcome you with open arms. See you soon. Okay, welcome to five ways to go with the flow when you're on a mission to declutter, okay? And I think a lot of times we get like in hyper-focused go mode, like go, 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 do, do, do. And we don't wanna stop until we're done and we're like relentless, which is great. It's a great quality to have, um, but we have life, we have interruptions, we have things that come up. And I do wanna to talk to you about having kind of a balance of work and play today and um, how to not get down on yourself, how to not lose momentum when things come up and you get distracted. Shamer says, oh, it looks like a Christmas tree cover for it. That might be what they were doing. <laughs> I have no idea. Okay, so the tip number one, I've got five for you, is just to know that you are committed to this. And because you know that you are committed to this, when life happens, it's okay. Okay, it would be weird if you didn't have something come up. Hey, Cassandra, it would be weird if you didn't have an interruption. It would be weird if you didn't have some sort of wrench thrown into your plans and you were like, plot twist, gotta adjust, gotta figure out how to keep going despite this or because of this, okay? Um, so, hey, Jamie, <clears throat> the example that Sarah, I gotta take a drink, I'm gonna start choking. The example that Sarah gave and was asking about was she, um, she started seven days to an uncluttered home and then her in-laws surprised her by dropping into her home to visit and are staying for a while. So she literally had people show up at her door and were like, hey, we're staying, which I think is really cool. I think it's cool that her family is that close. But she was like, what do I do when family's like throwing wrenches in my plans hardcore? And so now I understand what she's talking about. But I want you to know that you are committed and it's not realistic to expect that life is going to go perfectly and you're going to be able to do everything start to finish without something coming up. There's always going to be something that comes up. Nobody has the perfect circumstances. Nobody has the ideal situation to do this decluttering work. And that's okay because you're committed and it's not gonna, hey, um, Jamie, um, it's not gonna undo all of your work. It's not gonna stop your progress. It's not like something happened and all of a sudden you're done. All of a sudden you're never gonna get the chance to declutter again. Okay, that's not how it works. That's not um, what happens. And so I want you to trust and know and believe in your commitment to ditching your clutter and sticking with this until you feel like you're done, which I'm gonna talk about next um, and, and a couple things and a couple, couple numbers down, but you're never truly done. Um, if you're done and you have nothing else to do, then why are you here, right? There's always gonna be something to do. You might get out of that really intense, um, like dramatic purging session. Yay, I know, Cassandra, I'm glad that you made it. Um, you might be out of that really intense, like laborious type of, is that even a word? Sometimes I say it and I'm like, it's not a word. Work. Labor intensive um, type of decluttering where you're like, I gotta go, I gotta go, I gotta do more, I gotta do seven days to uncluttered home, I gotta do the master classes, I gotta get in the group, I gotta do the purge on. You're gonna get out of that crazy, busy season of decluttering. Um, 
but just know that because you had something come up doesn't mean that you stop forever and you're done. That's not how it is. Okay, tip number two is to have your head on a swivel. So my husband says this because he's a football player and when you're playing football, oh, thank you. It is, I got this, so this kid is available to everybody at Target. <laughs> um, it's super comfy. Um, but my husband plays football and he says, have a head, have your head on a swivel, which means in football, you're always looking for opportunities. You're always looking for a place to run. You're always looking um, to not be hit. You're always looking to make a play. You're always looking to make a pass. You're always having your head on a swivel, which means literally like I'm showing you guys on the podcast, you can't see like this, boom, boom. I got my head on a swivel. I can see the opportunities and then I'm going to run towards them. Um, Jamie, I'm going to come back to your comment in a minute because I can't see it all, but have your head on a swivel as a mom. That means see these tiny little windows and these little pockets of time and opportunity and then act on them. Okay. And I know from experience and because I'm a mom as well, um, oftentimes when you see those little pockets of like uninterrupted time, those little moments where the kids are all entertained, the kids are all getting along, the kids are fed, all the kids are asleep or whatever, we want to take those little pockets of time and do nothing, right? Because being lazy feels good. <laughs> and I agree with that and I support that 100%, but being lazy only feels good in moderation. Okay, what feels better than being lazy too much is taking action and seeing those opportunities and then acting on them. Okay, so have your head, hey Danielle, have your head on a swivel, hey Sierra, um, have your head on a swivel and everybody else's own life. Um, watch for those opportunities and then act on them because as moms especially, we know life is busy, life is crazy, um, and we don't get eight hours to focus on decluttering. We have to do it in bite-sized pieces and we have to try to intentionally set time aside to do this kind of work, but we also need to, yeah, because I'm just have, have your head on a swivel and be like, hey, everybody's happy right now. I could sit down and waste 20 minutes on Facebook or I could spend 20 minutes and get some really good work done, right? Um, so head on a swivel. I'm going to come back and read comments real quick. Um, this is definitely my biggest issue with seven kids. It's so hard to feel like I'm really making progress because I'm always having to stop what I'm doing. Yes. So Jamie, um, you understand it way more than a lot of people is that you, you really have to just like be watching and take advantage of those opportunities. And just to take that one step further, don't wait for the perfect opportunity, okay? Maybe most of the kids are happy and the ones who aren't, you can bring with you to help you out, help you out, right? Okay, it's gonna take longer um, with help, but at least you're making some sort of forward progress. Bonus, because you're like getting some quality time with the kids. Bonus, because they're seeing you do intentional, important work for the home. Bonus, you got something done. Bonus, you feel better, blah, blah, blah a million bonuses for you. Um, there's really not any downfall to taking action and seeing an opportunity and doing something when you see that opportunity, even if it's not the perfect situation. Um, that's something that stops most moms is that they're waiting for the perfect situation. They're waiting until the end of the day when everybody is asleep and there's 100% no distractions until, oops, the baby wakes up, right? There's never gonna be like a perfect opportunity. You have to see what they are. You have to take the, you know, uh, 
do what you can with what you have, okay? Um, and sometimes maybe you do have the perfect opportunity and you do get to work completely 100% uninterrupted, but that's not always realistic. Just keep going. Don't strive for perfection. Just strive for falling forward, okay? And I talk about this, you guys don't um, have blogs or are interested in business, but for me, you know, when I'm, as I'm creating this blog and these courses and these podcasts and these kinds of types of things, I have to do the same thing, okay? I've already decluttered my home, I'm there, but I am building a business and I could just, you know, wave my white flag and be like, well, I guess I'm never gonna have a blog or a business because my kids are here and there and you guys know, I do it when I can. I see the pocket of opportunity and I do it and it's not always ideal. Sometimes Kaylee wakes up, sometimes she's freaking out, sometimes Atlas is barking. Um, sometimes I have to wake up at 4.45 in the morning but I get it done because it's important to me and I see the opportunities, whether they're perfectly ideal or not, and I do something with it. Maybe I fall forward. Maybe I'm not like walking forward. Maybe I'm like falling on my face a little bit forward, but at least it's forward, right? At least it's a little bit productive, even if it's messy, even if it looks stupid, even if it hurts a little, <laughs> right? Okay, so that's number two. Hey, Shara. Um, focus on, or Shamra says, focus on what you did do instead of what you didn't get done, even if it's only a little bit. Yes. And so that's what Melissa Killily has taught us to talk about your ta-da list is like, what did I get done today? Wow. You know, focus on the things that you did get done. And if you want to be able to get to the end of your day and say, wow, I did get this done, it takes some intention on your part. Otherwise you get to the end of your day and you're like, man, I wasted four hours on Facebook. Okay. We've all done it. We've all been there. Okay. Um, Number three is knowing that you do need time for play and work. So we all have our own different situations. Um, some of the moms in here are working and are decluttering in their days off or after work. Some of us um, are stay-at-home moms, so we are doing the work during the day. But I want you to embrace the idea that you do need some work and some play. So I have kind of mastered this for myself. Weekends, I pretty much take off. I don't do much work. My husband taught me really well, like red time and green time. Um, green time is like during work hours, and that's when I am interacting with you guys here in the group, when I'm doing blogging, when I'm responding to messages and comments and just keeping the group alive and here with you. And then red time is when I'm not working. And that's about 5.30 until bedtime. Um, red time for me means that I am not really active in here. Sometimes I'll check my phone more for fun versus um, anything else <laughs> and because I like you guys and I want to see you guys. But during red time is my playtime and my time to be with my family and my time to go do things that I want and just kind of decompress and play. And if you guys saw my post yesterday about my son, I taught him about this yesterday too. So he's been in school since September and he is a very ambitious little kid. He goes to school every day, which, you know, for seven hours a day is exhausting in itself, but he also goes every morning to what they call the mile club. And he runs a mile or a mile and a half every day before school. Then he goes to school all day and then he comes home and he gets a little bit of time to decompress, but then on the weekends he has sports. And I felt like he just got little, little seven-year-old burnout mixed with a whole bunch of other things, but I made sure that I told him because he was really upset about not getting perfect attendance. And I told him, 
it's really important for you to make sure that you're having time to have fun too. Okay, nobody can go and go and go and go and go without having some fun too. So let's take today and just do whatever you want. And we did whatever he wanted to do. We played outside, we did sports. And I just thought that he was a really good example and reminder to myself of what it looks like to strike some balance between like your work and your play. And it doesn't, when I say balance, it doesn't mean like you need to have half of your day for fun and half of your day for work. It means that I think humans naturally like to be productive and they like to do and they like to create and they like to work. Um, but you can't do it forever at really high levels. So you can't declutter your home at a really fast pace for a really long time without taking some breaks and without having some fun thrown in there. So take the weekends off. Okay. Take the weekends off, take some days off. But like I said earlier, it feels good to be lazy, but it only feels good to be lazy in moderation. If you're lazy, most of your days and productive, you know, if you're lazy for six days of the week and productive for one day of the week, it's, it's not going to feel good. It doesn't Contrary to what we think and what we believe, it doesn't feel good to not be productive. Um, but you do need to kind of rein it back and be like, okay, like I've done so much, it's time to decompress. Um, Danielle says, totally relate, first vacation in a year, and it feels so good to decompress. Yeah, yeah, and everybody's got their own limits. Everybody's got their own thresholds. So I'm not gonna tell you like you have to have five days of work and two days of rest or whatever. Because um, I don't even structure it like that for myself. I just go, 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 go. And then I can start to feel when I need a break and then I take a break and taking a break oftentimes is one of the most productive things that you actually can do. And it seems counterintuitive, but if it's truly taking a break and not giving yourself a cop out by saying laziness feels good for a minute, then it is going to be productive and it is going to give you that fuel to keep moving forward in your goals and your progress. So don't get so hyper-focused thinking that you have to declutter your face off for three months straight without taking a break, okay? Just tap into yourself, pay attention to it, and know that you do need work and you do need play, so give yourself that. Okay, number four. Kind of talked about this at the beginning, but you're never gonna be done, okay? And I'm not telling you that to discourage you. Like I said earlier, you will have, you know, as you are getting out of your clutter, it's gonna be a lot more intense. It's gonna be a lot more work. It's gonna be a lot more effort and draining and confusion and emotions. It's gonna be a lot more intense. But there's never like a day where you're like, I'm done, I have arrived, I have nothing else to do. Because life goes on, it's, you're still accumulating things, you're still living your life, you're still having things come up, you're still having things change, your kids are growing and outgrowing things, and you're losing interest in certain things and you're having different tastes and you're wanting to switch things up. Um, so it's never going to be done forever. So enjoy it. Okay. Cause what else, what other choice do you really have? Okay. My dad used to tell me something when I was growing up, that was really annoying at the time, but I love it now when he would make us do chores on Saturday, he was like, you have to do it anyway. So you can you might as well do it with a smile because otherwise you're just going to hate it and you're not going to enjoy it. So when those things come up, when those interruptions happen, you know, they're going to happen no matter what you do. You can't control everything. So when they do come up, 
try to see it in a positive light. Try to laugh about it. You hear my dog leaving. Um, try to laugh about it if you can. Try to just be lighthearted about it and not take it too seriously, okay? Because um, you're never going to be done. Um, and if you're not enjoying the process, it's not going to be fun. It's not like you declutter your home and then all of a sudden you're happy. It's not like, it's not like that. <laughs> you have to enjoy the process as you're doing it. Um, and, and I don't really know what I'm trying to say there, but I'm hoping that doesn't make sense. Probably not. That's okay. Um, okay. And then the last thing that kind of goes into what I was trying to say, here we go. My notes always help me out. Number five, the point of this whole decluttering process is to be able to enjoy your life more. Okay. So you want to declutter so that you can have more time, that you can have more freedom, you can have more energy, you can have more connection. You can just generally be happier and enjoy your life more. So um, I can't read my notes. <laughs> so I guess just as lame as this sounds, relax, relax, roll with it. Know that things are going to come up. Know that you're going to have family and friends stop by at the most inopportune times and they're going to throw your, a complete wrench in your schedule. Embrace it. Relax. Do what you can when you can, which guys, here's a secret is way more than you think. Okay. You are much more capable of getting more done than you think that you can. Yeah. Daniel says the work is the way. So one of the things that I recommend doing a lot of times is setting a timer for like 10 or 20 or 30 minutes of uninterrupted time. And every single time somebody does that, they're like, I am so surprised at how much I got done. You severely underestimate how much you can actually get done. And so when I tell you this broad statement of do what you can when you can, know and trust me when I tell you it's so much more than you give yourself credit for. You can get so much done in 10 uninterrupted minutes or in 20 uninterrupted minutes. And um, that was exactly how I decluttered my home. Okay, I, 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 looking back, I don't know how I did it. Two full jam-packed houses of stuff. I have no idea how I did it, but um, I, I actually know. It's because I still, to this day, underestimate how much I can actually get done. Um, and it's the same in like creating content for you guys. Honestly, guys, sometimes I like, like, I have thought about making a podcast since February and I was like, I don't know if I can do it. It's so much work. I don't know how it's going to take forever. I'm never going to get it done. It's going to be totally overwhelming. And then I did it and it's easy. I get done so fast. <laughs> um, which now I'm like, man, I should have started this in February, but I didn't. Um, that's okay. Like we're doing it now and we know that it's easy, but I think sometimes we just get in our own heads and think that we need to have five hours and a babysitter and somebody to entertain the kids for five hours when really 20 minutes is plenty and you can get so much done. Um, so those are the five tips I have for you. I will recap them real quick and give you guys a chance to let me know if you have any other questions um, as we go through. Hey, Amber, I'm just going to recap real quick, um, but you can watch the replay. But number one, know that you're committed. Trust in your commitment. And believe me when I say that if a wrench gets thrown into your plans, it's not going to but it's not going to, you know, stop you. You can still keep going because you are smart and resourceful and you can be like plot twist and adjust 
and work past it because your commitment to decluttering your home is that strong. Um, number two, have your head on a swivel. So this is a fun football reference, but as moms, we have to be constantly like looking and looking and looking, seeing the opportunities and then acting on them. Number three, you need time for play and for work. Okay, so I'm not saying it needs to be equal balance of like time, but you do need to have time to work and be productive, which I think is just a natural state of humans and kids, if you watch them. The natural state isn't to be stagnant. The natural state is to be productive and go and go and go and build and create and do, but we can't do that forever. It's not sustainable. So pay attention to when you need a break and when you need some rest and when you need some play and some time to decompress and give that to yourself and be okay with it and know that just like tip number one, it's not gonna stop you. It's not all over, you're not done, you didn't fail. You're just decompressing and you're gonna come back way more energized and ready to keep going. Um, tip number four is just to know that this process doesn't really ever end. You're never really truly done and that's a good thing because like I was saying before, the natural state of our lives is to be creating and doing and if we're not creating and doing and improving, what are we doing? Shrinking and dying, okay? I know that's dramatic, but it's true. If you're not growing, you're dying. Um, okay, tip number five, and the last one is that the point of this is to enjoy your life more. So enjoy the process. Do what you can when you can and have fun with it. Be lighthearted about it. Be excited about it, okay? I think that's something that's really important too. Don't dread decluttering be excited about it embrace it um, and give yourself some credit and know that what you're actually able to get done is way more than you give yourself credit for okay so I see that it says low <laughs> low network connection which I guess is my cue to peace out um, I am going to be taking next week off because my stepson is coming into town this weekend and we are going to be hanging out with him getting some really good family time. So I might be doing some random lives just depending on what comes up, but it's Thanksgiving. So I'm hoping that everybody else is pretty busy with their families too. And I will see you guys around in the group. Bye. Hey friend. Did you love this episode? If you did, I would love if you took a screenshot of it and shared it with somebody else. Okay. The whole point of this is to create a community of moms who get each other, who support each other, and who, when they find something that helps them, they share it with somebody. So I would love if you shared this podcast with somebody with maybe just a little note about how it helped you or how it inspired you so that it can help somebody else. I would also love it if you left me a review. Leaving a review lets me get better stats on the internet and blah, blah, blah. Basically, it helps me help more moms like you. I would so appreciate it. If you hated this episode, I'm sorry, but I'm also kind of impressed that you listened to it all and you're still listening. So still leave me a review, still share it, <laughs> because I'm sure somebody can benefit from it. I'll see you guys on the next episode. Hey, 
Before you go, I have a question to ask you. Would you please leave me a five-star review if you are listening on iTunes? It helps me grow my show and reach more moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. If you love the show, I would love it if you shared something specific that you find valuable or helpful or that you just enjoy about listening to this show. It would mean the world to me if you took time out of your day to do that. And while you're at it, head over to motherhoodsimplified.com to listen to more podcast episodes or check out our Facebook group, Instagram, just to connect on social media. If you love these episodes and if you love this show, please tag me. I love to connect with you over there. Podcasts are kind of like a one-way conversation where I feel like I'm talking to you and with you. But when you tag me on social media, I feel like we can take that one step further and actually connect with each other, which is the whole point of me starting this podcast and community in the first place is to be able to connect with moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. So tag me in your Instagram stories. I'm motherhood underscore simplified. Check out the Motherhood Simplified Facebook group or head over to the site and just find even more blogs, podcasts, decluttering courses to help you continue on your decluttering journey. Thanks so much. And I'll talk to you soon.